In honor of the fact that yesterday was National Hot Dog Day, we need to clear the air about something. Uh-oh. A survey said that only 75% of people have at one time, not consistently, at one time put condiments down first on the bun, then hot dog. I'm sorry, what? AJ and McCall on VFX. The air needs to be cleared because why would you not do it all the time? It was yeah. a game changer when I learned that because it makes it less messy. Yep. Gives you more control of the condiments. You don't have to worry about inevitably... What happens when you don't do that? You put the hot dog on, then you put the condiments on, and you're like, oh, crap. Okay, this is like half condiments. Whoops. Whoops, my bad. Yeah, it's true. Bun, condiments, hot dog. Yep. You have way more control. It's a, it's a game changer. Like, choosing not to do it means I hope that I spill this. On, take it from me. As someone who anytime we go to a Mexican restaurant, it's like 99% probably going to happen. That salsa will inevitably end up on my shirt somewhere. Yeah. Take it from me that you're just doing yourself a favor and giving yourself more control over the condiments, therefore less likely to end up spilling something on your shirt. I don't know why only 75% of people have occasionally done this, have once done it in their lifetime. It needs to be done all the time. I'm really surprised that it's only occasionally because, it, yes, it is me every single time, all the time. Sauce down first. Sometimes it soaks into the bun. I mean... Not usually, but sometimes. Sometimes your your bun is very porous. It goes. Yeah, what is it about? I don't know, man. What is it about bun construction? It's like they put they send out hot dog buns and then they're like, all right, are these very likely to tear apart in the middle if someone just tries to peel them open? Yes, Done. great. Send them out. Let's do it. It's like the worst part of bread. No, I don't understand. Like it's just so fragile. Also, while we're at it, can we have like, like I know we're talking about how buns and hot dogs need to be the same amount in each package yes but can we have like the buns be the same size that would be good too it's like the hot dogs that would because be i good. feel like feel like a lot of the times my the bun ends up being like way smaller no it's fair I, way I, smaller I, i'm not saying like oh a little bit hangs out on either side no that's fine i'm saying like there's a lot i don't know I don't, I don't know how they I don't know how they commit bun construction, but it it doesn't seem well. It Fix seems it. seems very much in need of a supervisor of some sort. Yep. Uh-huh. So uh, a study revealed when men hit their quote unquote style prime, and apparently it's tied to an age. I'm here to tell you it's not. It's tied to two specific life events, and I will prove oh. it. Okay. There's one really big uh, influencer in a men's life that changes his style, and it's not their age. I'm not saying age is not a factor, AJ and McCall on VFX, because I think as you mature, you generally grow more comfortable, then you have to dress more professionally, and then you grow more, grow more comfortable, and then you probably downgrade from there because you're like, this is who I am. But a recent report said that men supposedly hit their quote-unquote style prime at the age of 30. I'm here to tell you, No. What, what causes men to hit their style prime is one of two things. They either find a woman they really love, who they're comfortable with, helping them find a new wardrobe, or they go into the dating world and they want to find a woman who they really love so they can be comfortable with them so they find a new way to put their style together. That's what the influence is. So much of what men do is for women. Duh. Yes. Now, I will, I'm not saying 100% because nothing in this life is absolute, but please, McCall... Inform me, has Dustin's style changed as he has hit that big 3-0, that big mark in anyone's life? No, but Dustin, Dustin's always worn whatever he wants to wear. See? Dustin's, like, 
Dustin doesn't wear stuff because he's like, oh my gosh, I hope I pick up girls. And like, you know why? Because he wore what he want. He met you. And then he was like, great, done. No, he wore what he want his whole high school and everything. And while he was a kid and everything, like, then he just, he just always had, like, style. He looks at me whenever I, I'll wear random things. Like, I have very awkward, I don't know, not awkward taste, but, like, I wear kind of what I want at this point. And I'll walk out and he'll be like, what is that? Like, it's, a, it's like a, like a flowy sleeved shirt. It's like, what? Why are you wearing it? Like, he has better... I think he has better style than I do some days. I think so. For myself personally, only reason I would dress up now is to impress Ashley. And the only reason I would dress up in the future would be, heaven forbid, we split up. And now I got to go back out and impress people. I got to do this whole interview process again. It has nothing to do... I think it's not tied to age. There's going to be evolutions as you change, become more comfortable, decide maybe there's a look you like because, you know, you can't wear studded belts forever even though they're awesome. AJ, I think you've consi- you've consistently found your style, though. Like, you know what it is. And it hit when you were, like, 30. It's the same thing. I've dressed like this since I was in high school. Right. So, but you're, like, comfortable in it now. Yeah, but I wouldn't call it stylish at all. It's just what I like to but wear. But it's, like, your style prime is what they call it, right? So it's, like, it's just your style. I see. I wouldn't call it style prime because to me, style prime is you've hit your stride of something that's your prime. This is the whatever. It's not style prime. Like I figured out something I liked. It's not stylish whatsoever, and I'm comfortable in it. But I think they say it's tied to age that the men evolve their style to their quote unquote prime, and I, I guess they won't change or won't become more chic as it goes on. It has nothing to do with that. I don't even think men look into it unless they're influenced by the fact that they want to meet women or there's a woman in their life who decides, hey, well, you know what? Why don't you try? This. You look good in this. That. That is what'll do it. Sure. I, I guess. <laughs> look, if you're an employee who's one of those ones that you're lying about why you're taking sick days, you want to look, we decided. Oh. Tattling is not off the table. No. You've left everyone else out hung dry. You better not be posting on socials because we get those receipts. They're going to management. Oh, yeah, they are. It is very well established that the policy of the AJ and McCall show is snitches get stitches. Yep. The Automatrix Group debated date on VFX. But I want you to imagine the scenario, and I know it's going to be tough, McCall, because you've worked with nothing but upstanding and perfect coworkers your entire life. That's right. But I want nothing you to but this situation. Nothing but. So say you're working at a customer service type place. And you have a coworker that is always calling in sick, always bailing out, always complaining, and even texts you. Somehow you've become BFFs. Relatable. And they're always texting you and saying, hey, you know, I'm just really upset because I had this thing I wanted to do and I didn't request it off, but somehow I got scheduled and I think I'm just going to call in sick and not come into work anyway. And they right. do that repeatedly. And then they're dumb enough to post things on their social media when they're like, hey, I called in sick. Uh, oh, just kidding. Sorry, I'm not I posted doing it on stuff. the internet. Right? Sorry. Right. So purely hypothetical, hard to imagine right. a coworker like oh, that. Of course. So this has happened to a friend of mine, and I got to tell you, my immediate response is, rat them out. Yes. Bingo. Like, it's easy for me because they're not my coworker, but I was like, just, they're clearly, they're, what does it matter if they get fired or anyway? They're not there. No, they're not. Like, they don't really want to be there. And, like, I, I get it, okay? I understand, like, it's frustrating when you forget to request a day off or something. But you know what you do instead? 
be an adult. And, you get somebody oh, to cover okay, it. Too. I mean, that's being an adult, yeah, but yeah, yeah, you get somebody to cover it. Work. As somebody who worked with a notorious, <laughs> I'm sick, er, I had <laughs> this, this, this lady, she would call in sick. <laughs> I kid you not, at least twice a month. At least twice a month. And it was usually on days that she was like, "Eh, I don't know that I really want to come in. She was a manager, though. It was frustrating because I was the other manager. And so we would plan on having both of us manage on certain days because they'd be really busy. And then she'd be like, I don't really want to come in. So then it would be the dumbest day of my life because it would get us it would get us cut back to like half hour lunches. She finally ended up having a meeting with my boss about it and she was like no i'm just i'm just sick that's just what it is but it it happened so consistently like ma'am go to a doctor <laughs> my brother and i have a family member who constantly cancels things because they don't feel well uh-huh. my brother my favorite line my brother uses is like you're not sick that often if you're sick that often you're dying go to the doctor yes so for quick for quick clarity's issue or clarity's sake, what does it take for you? Because I, I guess backtracking, did you end up tattling on them? I guess you didn't really have to. They kind of there's a track record, there's a paper yeah. trail. Yeah, I, I didn't have to tattle on them or anything. Okay, so then what would it take for you to tattle on this situation? Like say that say that lady, right, was seemingly nothing was being done about it, but you saw like on several of those sick days she was like posting on Snapchat or Instagram stories that she was sick, but then she was like hanging out in Vegas or something. Not much. Okay. It really, mean. not much. Yeah. I think, you know, I still tell my friend, like she gets hung out to dry all the time. And I'm like, rat her out. Screenshots, paper trail, keep the receipts, send them in. I, I screenshot everything. If you don't think that I, if you don't think that I got dirt on people, <laughs> just kidding. That was a terrifying <laughs> sidetrack for this issue that I was not expecting. You're welcome. But I, yeah, snitches get stitches. But if you like put me in jeopardy or put a friend in jeopardy at work multiple times because you left us out to dry solely because you're not responsible enough to take care of your own business like an adult, yeah. done. I don't care. Yeah. I don't want you here anymore. Yeah. You're not contributing. You're not part of the team. We ain't family. This isn't Dom Toretto. Like, I got family. No, you're family. a jerk. Anonymous is on the line, wanted to stay anonymous, and we wanted to add some more clarity to that. So, Anonymous, what do you got? If someone is sick and they're out and you find them out and about doing whatever, I came, this happened to me personally. I just had a really bad day at work, you know, and I had like a panic attack. And I was just like, you know, what? I need to get out of here. I'm I'm sick, you know, I'm yeah. out of here. So I went and I'm like, you know what? I am just going to call it a me day. I'm yeah. going to go get my hair done, my Absolutely. nails done. I'm going to go do some shopping. But if someone catches me, it's going to look like I am not sick. Yeah. That I'm, you know, and that's going to look bad on me. Yeah. But in the same sense, I'm taking care of me and that's what matters. Exactly. 100%. I, I totally agree. The The one that was, the lady who always, like for me, that was always calling in sick, it was like she was always taking trips because we were living in Vernal at the time. And so it would always be like she was taking an overnight trip to go hang out at the bars in Salt Lake. And so <laughs> that was where I was like, ma'am, like. That's where you want to draw the line. For yep. Me. Yeah, no one, no one's saying you can't take a mental health day. No, no one's also saying that we're like one time, like that's it. I hope they get fired. No, no, this is a consistent thing. Because seriously, the lady that I used to work with, it was, 
one to two times a month. I worked at the bank for four years. Yeah. For my friend, it's every week. Yeah. Every week there's a text. Like, oh, I, I didn't get this day off. I didn't ask for and It's oh, such no. an inconvenience. Oh, Colin's sick. Oh, no. Whatever will I do? Oh, I guess I got to. Sorry. Can't be there. Hey, you know that part <laughs> where you don't like coming to work? Yeah. Well, I made it permanent for you. Enjoy. Wow. Thanks. <sighs> Take a deep breath, much like the people in Florida do not, before they're like, should I do that? Nah, nah, no, nah, nah. we're going to do it. Uh, quiet. Oh, what is it in Luca? Bruno. Quiet, Bruno. And they just go. Florida not. Project by Stranger Bridgeland with AJ McCall on VFX. Three headlines, please. Okay, so we got headline number one. Someone broke into a house and rearranged the taxidermied animals inside. Why specifically the taxidermied animals? Like, I, are they are they for it? Like, they're like, this is great, but I need to feng shui it. Are they against it? I have no it? idea. I have no They've idea. They've never seen a house with taxidermied animals before? Yeah, I have no idea. So there's story one. Story number two, someone got caught skinny dipping in a guy's pool and then had paraphernalia on them and said, no, that's not mine, basically. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. It belongs to her friend, Crackhead Chris. So there's story two. And then story number three, some guy <laughs> got arrested for trying to steal exactly three tacos from Taco Bell. <laughs> right, just dime Chris out like that. He's trying. He's working you. on himself. Three, like today, by the way, is uh, free Taco Bell day. Sure is. Uh, like three, like I get it. You, maybe, maybe everybody's had a hard time. You're out like what? Four dollars? Three tacos. Three, three and a half dollars? Yeah. <laughs> Tax? Max. Hello? Max. Three tacos. Yep. Oh, gosh. You know, McCall, I expect you to have something to say about a certain lady calling her friend Crackhead Chris, because, like, how how is he supposed to move past it? It's just really mean. If you're constantly labeled, like, he ain't going to move past that, and I can feel pulling back at him. It's true. AJ and McCall for the Stranger Preacher in Florida, not on VFX Me Pete. It's not nice. That's not nice. Exactly. Plus, again, he's not going to be able to prove it because you're like, hey, remember that time you cracked Chris? Remember that one time? <laughs> he's never going to get it. better. He's never going to get better. Stop it. That being said, three full stories, please. Okay. Story number one. Someone broke into a house. They stole a radio. And then, for some reason, spent the rest of the time rearranging the tags that are made animals inside. And stuffed raccoon. <laughs> okay. So check this out. She moved the stuffed deer head right in front of the door. They also moved a boar's head, and then they took her stuffed raccoon and put a beer in its hands. <laughs> okay, that's my question. Funny. I was going to yeah. say, was it feng shui or like some kind of play? No, that no. was my answer. It was a play. The beer was still cold, it. so they must have just missed him when they got home, whoever it was. So weird. So there's, uh, there's story number one, because, yeah, I guess, whatever. Cops are still trying to track down the thieves slash amateur decorators is what they're calling them. <laughs> Story number two, 42-year-old lady got caught skinny dipping at a random guy's pool on Monday and got arrested for trespassing. Uh, I guess she just refused to leave. There's a photo of them offering her some clothes to cover up, but she wouldn't get out of the water. She just told him to leave her alone so she could keep swimming. Well, then they ended up finding some uh, paraphernalia. Uh, I guess she ended up getting pulled over. Is this the same time? Eventually, they got her out of the pool. She's facing charges for trespassing. Turns out she lives a couple of miles from where it happens, but she got recently pulled over. Cops found a bunch of drug paraphernalia, and she claimed, no, that's not mine. It belongs to my friend, Crackhead Chris. Chris? Chris. Come on, man. Chris. Stop leaving your stuff with me. So there's story two. And then story number three, some guy went to a Taco Bell, told the employees, I got a gun. 
Give me three tacos. Just three three tacos. Out like max four dollars. So they they called the cops. The guy got arrested because the employees were like, nah, you're getting no tacos, man. He's like, what? like could you imagine being foiled at trying to get three tacos? The amount of disappointment you would feel to just be like, oh, man. I respect the effort. I mean, yeah. You guys but, are both focusing on the wrong thing. How about the fact that the employees at said Taco Bell were like, he's got a gun. He wants three tacos. Absolutely not. That's not what today. I said. Not that's today. literally what I said. So I'm, I'm saying like that they were like normally the policy though is like just fork it over and like. Right. That, that's the thing that kills me so much over it. They're just like, meh, whatever. So they the we cops got this. there. This guy didn't leave. He stayed at the Taco Bell the whole time. I don't know if maybe he thought maybe they'll come to their senses and bring me some tacos or something. The cops got there. They didn't find a gun on him. He's still being charged with second degree felony robbery. Over three tacos. Three tacos. Like it's not like look, no, I don't encourage crime committing, but like at least make it worthwhile, right? You're doing all that over three tacos. I know it. There you go. Three crazy stories. Oh boy. All right, Pete. We can argue about the patheticness of story number three all day, but the question is, is that the one from Florida or not? Uh, I don't think it's number three. I think it's number two, because that's just a perfect mix of alcohol and stupidity. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's involved. I mean, there's already paraphernalia, you know, crackhead Chris over there, just quote unquote, just leaving his stuff everywhere. What a slob. Oh, gosh, what a jerk. Okay, fine. We'll go with number two. McCall, is it story number two? It is. Congratulations. Woo! We've got you hooked up with some Johnny O Spud Nuts and then qualified for the Logan Lane's gift card will be given away at the end of the month. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, okay? All right. Congratulations, Pete wins. Stranger Bridgeland, Florida or not on VFX. So forget the dude in story number three, which just out of pure curiosity, where was that at? Ohio. The other two were from Ohio. It was Ohio or Florida Ohio, today. Florida. So. Interesting. Well, good news, bad news for him. Good news is that free tacos are available. Bad news is obviously he waited like not soon enough. Right. I think one of the things that Ed Sheeran is singing about in his new song, Bad Habits, is the fact that, you know, those late night tacos call to you. Yes, they do. I, I heard him talk, AJ McCall at VFX in an interview, and they asked, what's the inspiration for a song? He goes, you know how it is. You go out with friends, and you're like, I'm going to have a salad. I'm not going to do anything. And then you have one beer, and then one beer becomes two beers. Next thing you know, you're doing a shot, and then you're out at 3 a.m., and now you're going to a fast food place, and all the all the work you're trying to do for the day, undone. Well, bad news for the dude in story number three who tried to steal three tacos and got arrested over it, didn't even get the tacos. Mm -hmm. Tacos are free today. Correct. Which is the good news for everybody else because, as everyone knows, Taco Bell's free taco day, or Taco Trek as it's been dubbed for VFX, is a very important day for VFX and the AJ McCall show. Monumental, if you will. So even though it's too good to be true, or sounds too good to be true, it sounds like a scam, you wander through Taco Bell today, they will give you a free taco. Ta-da! Yeah, and what, what, what... Friends or people would we be if we didn't pass on this information and let you know, like, hey, we would be, there's free food out I, there. I, I genuinely, I would be ashamed of myself. Ashamed. To my very core. Now, they're trying to push, what is it, their flaming Hot Tacos or something the, like the that? Flamin' Hot ones. That are coming out. You don't have to get it, though, if you don't do no. spicy, FYI. Also, uh, do with this what you, information, do with this information what you will. I'm not saying this, Taco Bell, if you listen to anyone's done this. I'm just saying... If you make your way down, because there used to be a time limit, uh, 
where they had it for like a four window period. But if you drive, hour, on, yeah. Yeah, drive down to uh, Salt Lake, I'm just saying you could fit in probably 10 to 12 Taco Bells. Just saying. In the span of four mm-hmm. hours if you start down to Salt I'm just not that anybody's ever done it. No one ever take advantage no. of Taco Bell that way. Of course not. Also, side note, they're launching uh, the new flatbread tacos today with pitas instead of tortillas. So, like, if you were a fan of, I don't know, the gorditas, me. That would hit close to home. I can hear it. Hurt my soul. It did. Because they were like, you know what, McCall, I know that this is the only reason why you come to Taco Bell, but we're getting rid of it because we really (laughs) don't want your business. Your tell your twelve dollars is not worth it. Like talking to my dad, every time every something he gets had loves gets taken away. He's like, yeah, they're doing it to you personally. They are. Well, you know what? Who was the who was the country? You said Walker Hayes, right? Bring it back the yeah. Oreo shake. Well, Let me. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet him. I'm gonna tweet him right oh, now. Walker was, Hayes, if you're gonna be getting Oreo shapes back at Applebee's, can you please get the cheesy gordita crunch back? I was gonna say bring the ukulele out of retirement, but I mean that works too. If you got if you got that relationship, yeah, yeah, we'll add him up. Yo, I don't have that much. I don't have that much pull. <laughs> But I'd you, sing a song. A and Hayes pole. Once, upon a, once upon a time, I sang a song and somebody sent us a message and said, get that cow off the radio. So, Look, McCall, nobody says it has to be good. It just has to be viral. There's a huge oh, difference. That's a good idea. See? Somebody get me a chicken and a flamethrower. <laughs> Put me in contact with Elon <laughs> Musk. <laughs> There's more info on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. But all you need to know is if you wander into Taco Bell at some point today, you can get a free taco. All the information you need to know. Speaking of delicious ideas, I wish I could take it. I take any credit whatsoever about this, but a friend of mine, I don't know what they were on. I don't know who hurt them, how they came up with this, but they came up with a great idea for this summer, and it has to do with suntan lotion. Yes. I'm not going to deny that it sounded something like this, because this is probably how it sounds in your head, but last night I was talking to a friend of mine, and I don't know how they came to this. Maybe it's because their father, I have no idea, AJ McCall at VFX, from... <laughs> Oh, I'm getting myself. Went, dude. Why don't they make sunscreen with flavors? Oh my gosh! And That's I was a like, great idea. What? And he goes, think about it. It's disgusting. You got to put it on your face and stuff. And if it gets in your mouth, why does it have to be disgusting? And I was like, how did you think of this? Yeah, I don't know how you could like flavor it so that it was like not bad spray screen, like because. <laughs> Because I don't want people to be like, oh, mm, it tastes like blue raspberry I, the whole time. I It'd agree. I don't think my friend's idea was that you could eat it. I think it was just to solve the minor inconvenience that is getting sunscreen in your mouth. Because I, I would think, to continue the idea of my friend who never answered how they came up with this, mm-hmm. but the kids' one should not be flavored. No. Because you should instill that you should not be like eating this or whatsoever. But the problem is, is that H.A., a lot of adults still need instructions on things. There are a lot. <laughs> so how would you how would you break that down? You just need like just I think it's good how it is. I do. I, I, I can't come up with a better way for people to not eat it. <laughs> people probably already do eat it, AJ. Unfortunately. I, I hope that's not they true. They probably do. I, really hope that's I not know. True. I know. You know what's the worst though is bug spray. Because bug spray, obviously. Surprise keeps bugs away. So yeah. if you're spraying it on your face and it gets on your lips, like yeah. sometimes, yeah. sometimes if I get a drink of water or something, it gets in my mouth and then my mouth is all tingly. And I'm like, is this what the bugs experience? Because I hate it. I would also hate this. This would be the worst. 
And then the whole time I'm fishing, I'm out there just like thinking about, are the bugs tasting exactly what I'm tasting right now? This is terrible. (laughs) Then maybe everything adult-wise, maybe at a certain point, yet at a certain age, everything that you should have a flavor to it. So for whatever reason, you not that you should actively choose to put it in your mouth. Please But if you accidentally put it in your mouth, then, you know, copacetic. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have any. I didn't have any objective reason to shoot it down, though. I guess credit where credit is due. McCall's not wrong. There's still a lot of people out there who need to have things explained to them. We don't know so. how to use blinkers. It's very basic. And yesterday, I was on Instagram Live trying to walk across the street, and these two cars were just sitting there, and I was walking across. I thought they were going straight, so it's fine. And I was like, "Oh, hey." And then that one flipped on its blinker to let it know it was annoyed with me that I was walking. I was like, "Well, if you would have flipped on earlier, I would have just let you go." Of course, almost got hit by a car on Instagram Live last week, so that would have been great. Somebody didn't use their blinker. Yep. <sighs> okay, so you, just final vote then. Nay? Nay on flavored sunscreen? No. Nay, but Absolutely yay not. on flavored bug spray? No. no nay Neither on all one. of them? Neither one. You're terrified that if we flavor them, people will be like, well, I didn't want to eat this before because it was disgusting. But now I'm gonna. But now it's raspberry, so let me get some of this in my Con- mouth. Conveniently, I'm hanging out at Bear Lake. I don't have any food. What am I going to eat? Well, I guess I got sunscreen. No. No. We cannot We cannot give people this option. Bear Grylls here, surviving solely on flavored sunscreen. Uh, okay. McCall says no. You tell us what you think. Should... Should more products be flavored just in case you accidentally accidentally you eat it? Accidentally is the key word here. Get it in your mouth. Thermo Fisher poll of the day. My friend suggested sunscreen. McCall brought up bug spray. She's against both of them. I don't see why, but I think it's fair to argue people may eat it on purpose because, you know, idiots. They will. The AJ and McCall show took up the policy of passive aggressive high road. Yep. You still get to do the good thing. But you also satisfy that need for a little bit of revenge. However, when there's not really an opportunity to do that, everyone tells me you got to take the high road. You got to take the high road. Well, now today the option's a little bit grayer because I don't care what anybody says. You find a dollar on the ground. You're not going to be like, all right, I got to find whose dollar this is. The question is, where does that limit end? Oh. It's always great to see those stories where somebody finds money and then they're like, oh, no, I should return this. And it makes its way back to whoever the owner is because yeah. usually it's not a small chunk of change. Yeah. AJ McCall on VFX. Now, I have definitely bumped heads with people who are like, no, you do the high road all the time. You always do. And no, look, I'm not saying you shouldn't strive to, but pretending that we all do the right thing all the time is just flat. It's a lie. It's a flat out lie. So the question is. If you were to find money on the side of the road, what is the limit to what would be like good fortune? Guess that's going in my pocket. And wow, I should probably do something about this. I feel like like 20 bucks. Like if there's a hundred dollars on the side of the road or a hundred dollars, like whatever, if it's on the side of the road, I'm not going to grab it. But like, cause I'm going to be driving, you know, I'm not going to be like, Whoa, I'm on the freeway. So what if, the heck? I'm going to keep driving. Oh, I got to pull off on the side of the road. In this situation, your eyesight was so pinpoint that you saw a crisp $100 bill floating in the wind on the side of the road while you were going 85 miles an hour. Correct. That's it. I'm just making sure I'm safe. That's exactly what I was thinking. Double checking. Okay. That's exactly what I was thinking. So how about something a little less insane? Like you're out walking somewhere in your neighborhood. Oh, yeah. 
Because Ashley actually found, probably like two months ago now, we found $20 just sitting on the ground. It was on the sidewalk. And I guess we could have gone and knocked at the house that it was in front of, but we didn't think about it. They were like, oh, score, 20 bucks. But I'm with you. Like, you get to a Chris Hundo and you're like, all right. All right. We got to talk about this. I feel like I should look around at least a little, like, feign some effort and be like, uh, did anybody lose any money? Maybe we should just stand here for a second. But that's the difference. Because, like, obviously, like, you can't say if it's, if it's, wrapped some kind of if they're bond, bonded if they're in a baggie or whatever obviously immediately i'm like yeah okay this is somebody's yeah but if it's a, if it's some bills just floating around the m- more money that is the longer i'll stand there yeah so um i feel like if you're in a public place just yeah. open you yeah, yeah you know probably but again less than for me it's like less than Probably fifty but, bucks but even. You you've seen Impractical Jokers, right? The show, yeah. the uh-huh. four friends, right? Yeah. So they do they have a game they do every once in a while where they'll put a dollar down uh-huh. and they'll see if someone will react to it. And people will lie. Oh yeah. So of course it's they just will. worth noting no, that like just because you're like, oh, I'm gonna do the good thing. Some scumbags may lie because they have a game where they wait and then they're like, Oh no, that's mine. Yeah. There's plenty of people who are like, No, it's my dollar. It's my dollar. I totally have that. There's video evidence, FYI, that it is absolutely not their dollar. Yeah. And it's a dollar, first of all. Uh, exactly. That's all it is. Exactly. I pulled off on the side of the road over to uh, one of the marinas, and I was just like, I got out before the sun came up. I was on my way into work, and I walked out. And as I walked out, I looked, and there was one dollar. It was folded up, and it was just like on the ground. And I was like, suspicious. Also, thanks, universe. So I took it. Yeah. It's a dollar. It's literally True. in my purse still, in my wallet still, because I was like, wow, that's like really good juju. Like, <laughs> it's fair. It was just it's cool. There's a text message just came in. It says, if I find a 5 10 50 or maybe even a $100 bill on the street, I don't think I'm going to find the rightful owner because the rightful owner is now me. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> The funny thing is, if it's a single bill, I think I'd be more likely to pocket it. If it was like, so, like, if it was a, if it was fifty dollar bill, probably going to my pocket. But if it was like forty nine dollars, I would be light, more suspicious because that's a whole lot more paper that's just wandering around. Like, okay, somebody totally lost this. Yeah, that I just thought of, it's weird to me, but that I would definitely be like, all right, forty nine dollars in all bills as opposed to just a crisp fifty. A little bit weirder to me. Yep. <laughs> With the short week, we don't want anybody to miss a chance to vent. It's one of our favorite things. It's Cash Valley Secrets. So, what are the confessions people have been sending to us? You've been trying to get these things off your chest anonymously, of course, on Utah's VFX or 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. Cash Valley Secrets. What's your confession with AJ McCall on VFX? I wanted to get to this one because I I don't think I'm picturing this game correctly, but it says, remember the love test, quote unquote, where you work out if someone fancies you by counting the letters L-O-V-E-S in both of your names? I think so, yeah. I'm 38 and I still do that. Aw, that's okay. Everyone knows you get the the cootie kid. Pick your favorite color, purple, P-U-R-P. But then you figure it out. Yeah, then you break it down. I totally know that. <laughs> uh, confession. Uh, you can confess, of course, anonymously, 68255. The number to text. Start your text with VFX. Or uh, you could submit it to our social media, Utah's VFX. It'll stay anonymously. 
Uh, I was sent to boarding school at age nine, and to help with homesickness, I used to play this game in my head, recalling when was the last time I thought about my mom and dad. The longer the gap, the better I did. I'm 35, and I still play this game. Oh, my gosh. You know, but that's kind of a good, like, coping skill, I guess. Uh, I guess. Game. Hopefully there's not a reward, because then you would be psychologically reinforcing yourself for not thinking about To not, right. I don't know. I say this as someone who lives very far away from his family right. and also had to go through something similar to be able to break away from the people that I held close to dear. Yeah. Uh, we got a message that says, I feel really guilty, but somebody that I was friends with on Facebook passed away and I decided I was going to unfriend them because I didn't need to be friends with them anymore. <sighs> That's tricky. It is tricky. I'm still friends on Facebook to someone that passed away because it's... They were a friend. They're also a sister of one of my best friends. I feel like it kind of depends, though, like how how closely you knew them. Yeah, yeah, it's rough. Can I? So my my neighbor has a pool, right? Uh-huh. We have to have a good. We we'll have to get into a conversation next time we have the after show because it's a whole thing. But so my neighbor asked me to play lookout. I was talking about that. I think it was yesterday. So in that same sentence. The neighbor said that, hey, I, I figured it was known, but you guys can use the pool whenever. Oh. And I was like. I don't want to. But I do. Yes. Yes. Two things. One, a, a little bit a little bit of like, well, now you're just saying this so I do your favor. Which right. It's going to work. Yeah. But two, also, now that you've said it, I'm like, well, I don't want to. Right. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, back, it's stupid. I know. But I, that's, that's my confession. Uh, another one here. I've made a special headset at work where the left ear and mic are for meetings and the right ear is for podcast or music from That's a separate input. a great idea. I love everything about that. You know, I am I'm, someone who runs on brainwaves like that. Yes. All I'm saying is I have uh, got a meeting a little bit later today that if for some reason it's not, it's face to face. So I got to figure out a convenient excuse to work in the headset part. But that would be great. Oh, boy. Uh <laughs> one more. I've grown a beard over lockdown. I'm not used to having one, but I like it. I was horrified uh, during a Zoom meeting recently to see myself stroking it on screen like a stereotypical Oh, my jerk. gosh. Since seeing that, I've realized I do it very often, and <laughs> I've started to forgive people I think are jerks for stroking their beards. That's hilarious. <laughs> Tell me you're a movie villain without telling me you're a movie villain. Hmm. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Share your confessions. Good to get them off your chest before we go into the weekend. 68255. Remember to text, start your text with VFX. Or, of course, always, you can uh, include it on social media. It'll stay anonymous. Utah's VFX. Couple messages from listeners who are having dilemmas one with family and the other with, well, family. Yeah. That's great. Meeting the family is a huge, huge deal in a relationship. It's, uh, I think, a Maybe not the first sign, but definitely a big step in the, oh, this is serious, when I start getting introduced to parents, the yeah. siblings, stuff like that. Yeah. AJ McCall for the Automatrix Group debate a date. Dear AJ McCall, I've been with this guy since the start of the year, and I still haven't met his dad. Mm. That's the only family he has that lives in the area, and I don't get why he's keeping him a mystery. He'll go and spend time with him, but he's never invited me. And I guess his dad doesn't drive, so he never makes it over to us either. I'm not sure if he's embarrassed of him or me or what, this is a first for me, so I thought I'd ask for some advice. Mm, he lives in the area. Is he worried about getting sick? 
that the question? Is that what Ooh, it is? Because I mean, there's always I that. Didn't think about that. That's age, an age would be definitely something to look at. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I can tell you, as as uh, someone with interesting parents, uh, I w- I would say it is more likely that he is embarrassed by dad than you. Yes. Girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. Uh, because like, give you for instance, my my mom can be very intense when it comes to meeting new significant others. Mm -hmm. And I want to say it was year, might have still been the first year that Ashley and I were dating. I think it was year two. My mom came to Utah and I thought this is just, the situation was not how it was. My mom was coming for a specific reason with something to do with me. And I was like, this is not the right situation. She's only in for a weekend. I don't want to do this crash course thing. It just wasn't right. So Ashley did not meet my mom. I I told my I told my mom that Ashley's busy. She just can't meet you this weekend, and sent her away. Ashley's actually in our apartment while I just went and spent the weekend with my mom, and it had nothing to do with Ashley. It just had to do with the fact that I did not like the scenario in which it was unfolding. And my mom is very intense when it comes to meeting new girls because I don't need my girlfriend that I granted had been dating for a minute at that point in time. And yes, we were serious. But getting the the full degree about how hey hey you know I'm here whatever hope you guys this kids that engagement this wedding that when you coming home want to meet you the rest of family here's a family you know I'm like that's it's too much yeah I'm going to lean from my own personal experience that way that it's more unlikely he's more embarrassed or something about that as opposed to you yeah probably so I think that's probably true. You know, on the other side, to be fully, fully open to us, maybe just maybe he hasn't decided how serious this is yet. And he just. Uh, true. That's also very true. Still feeling it out. Yeah. Still slow. slow. I know. And you. Just I, a very in Utah, slow play. In Utah. Yeah. Not the most common of answers, but just maybe. Could be. Just maybe. Automatrix Group debated aid on VFX. Now, that's one issue. And I think that one, we would rate that low on the mm-hmm. panic scale. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're in agreement there. The next one. Look, family's great, but man, something about weddings just snaps the wires. Yeah. Everybody flies off the head. Not everybody. A lot of them fly off the handle, and it just becomes like, hey, you know that day that's probably like supposed to be the greatest day of your life because you're getting married, but also it's super, super stressful because you want everything to go well, yep. and everybody's bothered for stuff? <sighs> supposed to be able to count on best man slash maid honor. Next listener not able to do so. Uh-oh. <laughs> No one said it's going to be easy firing family, but maybe, just maybe, that's what you got to do. Yeah. AJ McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. Uh, AJ McCall, I made my older brother my best man in my wedding in December. Mm-hmm. Awesome, right? Yeah. Not really. Oh. Because even after telling him what a best man does and his duties, he agreed he has, and he has done nothing. I can't even get him to get fitted for his tux. Oh. So even though he's my brother, he doesn't deserve the title. My best friend has stepped up and done everything so far. So can I demote him? Do I make yes. them two best men? Not really sure how this all works since I'm the first in my circle to get married. Mm. So I don't think necessarily, obviously, you and your brother, maybe you guys don't have a great relationship, but you just feel like this is what you're obligated to do. Never in the history of all time... In the future, I guess. Should you have to feel like you're obligated to have your sibling yes. as best man, brides, or maid of honor, etc.? Preach. You don't need to. I was the I was the maid of honor at my sister's wedding. I was best man at my brother's wedding. I did a terrible job. 
I will tell you, hands down, I did a terrible job. Like, just just point blank. She had other people that were in her circle that would have done a better job than I, w- than I did. I have not witnessed, as far as I can tell, in the adult weddings that I've gone to. When I say adult weddings, like, I've been functioning part of the wedding. Like, I was part of the bridal party, and I'm old enough to realize what's going on. But I, I have gotten an argument before. I am the oldest of four. Uh, my, my, my brother picked me as his best man. I'm going to pick my brother as my best man. And my sisters were having conversation with family about the time that we were getting ready for my brother's wedding. And my family member said, yes, you have to pick each other, your sisters. To which I said, they no. absolutely do not have to. Because do I think, I personally think that you should put siblings, either your own and obviously uh your significant others probably in the bridal parties if you can find a way to squeeze them in. But the bottom line is it's ultimately your decision, and that's what it came to. I said I don't. F- you pick the person you feel closest with. If that's your sibling, great, because I think it'll be really special. If it's not, don't feel bad. I've been to my brother's wedding. It was me. My my one of my best friends got married. It was his brother. Um, but I know that my and my core group of three friends that I've had forever, the other two are not going to pick their brothers. Right. I actually have a very sneaking suspicion that I'm going to be the best man in both of those weddings. Maybe not, but I know that it's not going to be either of their brothers. So to the answer to, to go to further this bridge, uh, what do you how do you handle this from that point? Because we both talked about you don't have to pick your family. Firing them, I I think, could make things get ugly. I don't think you can just flat out be like, you're out. Maybe you just tell your friend that he's actually the best man and to save feelings for this brother, it's just easier to do it this way. Co-best man. Yeah. Who gets to give the speech? People don't do that here. Right, right. I keep forgetting that. Yeah. It's so weird People don't do that here. That was one of the, my favorite things I was looking forward to. Also super stressful when I was writing one for my brother. I keep, why? Why would you? You stand in a line. Up? People stand in yeah, lines here. You do the, I know, you do the thing. But like, why would you pass up the opportunity to say really nice things about the people getting married? Because you could say really nice things to them any other time. <sighs> Bring back speeches. Or for the first time, I guess. Put in speeches. They're special. They're, they're amazing moments. They're a great time to crack some jokes and really... Sh- Try and have a me and the maid honor. My brother's wedding had a competition to see who could make the most people cry. Nice. I won. So fun. But I think demotion is the way to go, and kind of like like secret demotion. Like like this will be secret, but you're assistant to the uh, not assistant general manager, but assistant to the general manager, like something like that. Yeah. Oh boy. Bad news, McCall. Uh oh. Someone decided to attack one of your mantras. Ugh. When I say attack, examine a little bit closer. But the question was for this uh, examination, is it good career advice to tell someone to follow their passion? As a kid, at some point, as a youthful person, you've probably been told, follow your passion. Yeah. Follow your passion. If you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. Something like that, sure. AJ McCall on VFX. Well, that specific mantra has been asked and surveyed, and people ask, is it good career advice? So, McCall, before I tell you what it says, is it good career advice? Um, I think when taken with a grain of salt. I think that it's important to be doing things that you're passionate about. I think it's more important to figure out your mindset around money first before you just chase your your passion and your dreams. 
Because it's important to chase your passion. It's important to chase your dreams. It's important to do all of those things because it keeps you youthful and and joyful and less like a crotchety old man. There. But you obviously need to make sure that you're like doing it for the right reasons. It's not just like, oh, well, anger I, towards money and everything. I personally find that to be just about the perfect answer because, Thanks. yeah, yeah, if you, you're passionate about it, obviously you're going to be excited about it. You're going to be yeah. – into it you're going to want to learn you're going to want to do better so there's all the reasons why that would be great because i think you would excel at it but i think you know with anything there's a grain of salt because as mccall said you, you do have to make a living at some point so you access what you need money wise and and so on and so forth because you know unfortunately the real world can be kind of a pain in the butt sometimes it really can and you know you got to change because even even when you get into things that you're passionate about and i speak this from very personal experience even when you get into things that you're passionate about it gets monotonous still because that's life you have to have a a steady relationship with uh your own self when it comes to chasing passions chasing dreams etc because you have to know that it's still worth it in the long run even though you're doing the monotonous, tedious activities that you hate doing. Good news is, young, old, all said, yeah, follow your passion is good career advice. The only demographic that uh, did not tend to agree was men and people uh, under the 35 were a little bit more likely to say, "Eh, not necessarily the best advice. But I'm kind of curious as to how under 35, because I feel like until you get to... I would say probably post-college. Like, you you go through... You, you, I don't know that you have a ton of control. Like, you can definitely have interest in things and shade a certain way through high school. Yeah. But in college, right, it's the first big step of, like, what do you actually want to do? Right. And so I think you can follow your passion. And I have plenty of people in my family that have picked degrees specifically for things that they were interested in or passionate about, only to realize that they got it in the real world, and that was a waste of time. Uh, you know, if you get a political science degree and have no plan to further your education. Yeah. Mm, I have a parent that did that. There's uh, there's lots of things that I could speak to towards this because sometimes you do have to just bite the bullet and do a crap job for a little period of time in order to get to the steps of being able to do the thing that you're passionate about. Sometimes you have to. You, you just have to. Yeah, there's a cliche for that, too. We always just pass it off as paying your dues, right? Yeah. Uh, you're just paying your dues. Yep. <sighs> Got a cliche for everything. It's spectacular. That's right. But yes, you should follow your passion. And regardless if you can do, if you can monetarily make a way in life with your passion or not, you should still find passions because I think hobbies will keep you sane. Yeah. Life's too short and uh, too stressful outside of those things. Speaking of passions, I have a family member who I wouldn't, I calling it a passion is going way too far, but absolutely loves going places and getting caricatures. Okay. I think they're stupid. Okay. That being said, I have to retract my statement slightly because there's something that you can do that I think operates under the exact same premises. Okay. But I find extremely interesting and oh. it's all because of psychics involved. Oh, good. I have a family member that anytime I've gone on vacation with them, they insist they have to get a caricature. For those unfamiliar, it's when you sit down, right, and the people draw the exaggerated, big-headed version of you. Right. They think they're hilarious. But the funny thing is I've never seen them do anything with them. Like, I, I, I don't – I think I would think they were more crazy if they, like, framed it or something and hung it up. Yeah. But, like, if that's not what you're doing, AJ McCall at VFX. What are you doing? Why do it? Yeah, I don't know, man. 
because I could draw badly of you for half the price. I, w- I would do it. I do it for you. <laughs> it's true. Just for you. That being said, I feel the need to back off some of my criticism of this family member because uh, did you know you could talk to a psychic and they will draw your soulmate? Yes. I keep getting push notifications about it on TikTok. And I kind of want to do They're it. like sponsored. Oh my gosh, really? I kind of want just to see what they draw. Like, I'm not going to put too much time. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Ashley, this isn't you. We're done. Sorry. I'm not going to do that. That's it. But I feel I I almost feel like this is this is a caricature done through. It's like blindfolded caricature. So I feel like I have to scale back the criticism of my family member. Yeah. Because I do kind of want to do this to see what they come up with. Yeah. But to me, it's the it's almost the exact same thing. Well, I mean, if you pay for it, it'd be great for a bit. Like we could talk about it. Be great. I think I'm going to, I think I want to do it. I think it'll be interesting. I just don't know how they would be like, oh yeah. Ta-da. Yeah. I'm kind of curious as that too. Like what is the science behind it? Cause like, there is no science behind sorry, it, AJ. Poor, poorly choice words. Yeah. What is, what is the, I was going to say logic, but I feel like I'm going to get the exact Again, same response. There's none. Okay. How about explanation? What is the explanation behind it? Like how you justify saying like, oh, you know, what do you like in a girl? Like, I, I get, I don't like, know. if you got into details and you're like, oh, I have a well, type or whatever, but I don't think those are the questions the psych's going to no. ask because that's too easy. Correct. I think it would just turn into more of a, um, like, just feel it out type thing, maybe. Hopefully I get a psychic that can draw. Wouldn't it be terrible? The, the ultimate irony is I get a Here psychic that does my soulmate as a caricature. That looks like, like a this, horse. This is total trash. Joke's on you. It is a horse. <laughs> wow. It's. Never going to fall in love. Got it. Thanks. Got it. Thanks, psychic. Rude. Appreciate it. Much rude. Mm. Don't appreciate that. I, I think I want to do it. They you do whatever these, your heart desires, They AJ. should just put these. Like, let's replace caricature drawers with psychics. Well. There's more to offer. Palm pe- reading. Yeah, tell your future. Yeah, people don't show up fortune, to that. Whatever. People don't really care about that because they're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you can draw me looking like a cartoon? I'm with it. Unless it comes out of a cookie, McCall, then we care. Oh. Yeah, except for the last fortune cookie that i ended up getting it was like eat more it's true they're getting very lazy guys they're mailing it in there's no denying if you need nutrition eat food it was something like that i was like wow thanks it's like the new study that came out of texas that says surprise farmers say that water helps crops thank you like today is a new day wow today's not yesterday oh my gosh oh my where would i be without your fortune cookie wow I mean, I suppose that would be the like looking for life changing advice in a cookie. That's what you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. But yes, yes, they have they have gotten less whimsical, less magic. Less, yeah, there's not really a whole lot of room for you to put some imagination into mm-hmm. it. It's just like sentence oh. done. Thank you. <laughs> wow, I wanted that sentence. I feel more confident about McCall reading your fortune. I think that a fortune cookie predicting anything of relevance. <laughs> Expected to be followed up with. I don't know if any of this is true, but <laughs> AJ McCall and VFX. The distinction of being named Cash Valley's worst Parker, worst Parker before going into a holiday weekend. I mean, you get to carry the title a little bit longer before we add another one to the eventual tournament we're going to do. True. And I'd like to think enough people check out our social media that they're like, oh, that car. Oh, right. And they see it out and about when you go to Bear Lake or you go to the concerts or you go to whatever this week. And they're like, ah, no, no, no. Nominee number one this week, you got to stand out. White vehicle has parked in a special needs spot with its left tires, the stripy rectangle with its right tires, and said, ah, "Want enough space? Here I am, jerk." And of yep. course, just to really encapsulate the moment as well, park between two vans as well to just be like, 
I'm going to be the most major inconvenience ever. Nominee number two, in the lane is the only way to park. This SUV is in one of the big store parking lots. And somehow, despite the fact that the driver's side is on the side seeing every other vehicle because it's parked at the front, has decided, eh, it's fine that a third of my vehicle is out in the lane. It's no big deal. Fine. People can see me, so they're definitely not going to hit me. Like, yeah. if they do, it's on them. That's right. Stupid. Now, before <laughs> I reveal the voting results, I was curious. We always say this. Which one was the one that you thought was the most annoying? I've always thought that people usually do a good job of giving the benefit of the doubt when it comes to the special needs spots. Right. Um. So I'm going to go with number two because they're like so far out in the lane. It's ridiculous. Interesting. Uh, I admit, uh, that's probably, it's true. The Park Nark voters do do that. I, I One annoys me the most, but I if I had to go with, I think, McCall's logic, which is sound. Then yeah, probably two. And I tell you, this is probably the closest vote we've had in a long time. It's really? been decided by four. Wow. Four votes. And the worst parker in Cache Valley this week is nominee number two. Whoa! I was right. <laughs> Congratulations to the Narker, the one who took the picture. They're going to get a Johnny O'Spudnuts gift card, and that could be you on top of just doing a flat-out good deed, mm-hmm. cleaning up parking in the valley. You see bad parking, take a picture, send it to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Utah's VFX, because you can win a prize, you win the week you're in, and then, of course, there's a tournament at the end of the year to crown the worst parker of the year. Utah's VFX, all social media, submit your Park Nark nominees. Thanks to everyone that votes. And, of course, thank you to everyone that submits Park Nark nominees. Yeah. It's AJ Con VFX. What did we find on Facebook that we think is absolutely worth sharing, even at potential risk to getting a talking to from HR? <laughs> AJ McCall on VFX. If you're friends with us, AJ Knight, McCall Taylor on Facebook, we can like, comment, and share your post on the VFX Facebook page. McCall, what do you got? Well, I landed on a post from, uh, his name's David, and it's been shared a couple of times, but it's a this mailbox that's like mounted to a tree, okay? So kind of old, but the, the thing says, I pass by this ancient mailbox every day on my walks. It's a rusty old mailbox that's nailed to an oak tree about 150 years old. After six years of passing it, I decided to open it up and see if there was anything inside. After all, there's not a house anywhere nearby, so what would it serve anyway? So any home it serviced long ago is torn down. Uh, looked in, there was a uh, letter postmarked July 7th of 1903. Now, due to the age, the moisture, and the dressy on the envelope not being readable, I just opened it, and inside there was a letter. It said, we at Carriage Shield hate to be a bearer of bad news, but Mr. Mallet, your warranty on your buggy has expired. Please take a few minutes to sign up for our two-horse plan and never worry about those expensive wheels and horseshoe repairs again. I'm mad that it took me I, just before the punchline to figure that out. I know. I know. Okay, well, I got jokes, too. I let in my friend John. It says, you know, there are just some things you never think of, like Mount Rushmore from the Canadian side. It's President's Butts on the back of the No, mountain. no, President's Butts. No. You can win. Yay. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor. Find and add us across all social media, just like AJ and McCall, A-J-A-N-D-M-C-C-A-L-L. We were talking a whole bunch about seeing the background, right, of, of what it is like inside the studios. That has come out. We have the video. So if you haven't found us on Facebook and uh, Instagram specifically, you haven't seen it. Um, Enjoy the weekend because it is a long weekend because there's not going to be in any uh, break from the sun or the heat. Mm-hmm. Please drink water. Please don't light things on fire. Also good advice. Um, All the time, honestly, but especially now. Yeah.
And until Monday for the AJ McCall Show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.